Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah amma ba'd. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to another Preparing for Ramadan reminder. Inshallah today, what we're going to look at is the topic of how to prepare yourself for Ramadan. Now, subhanallah, I had something planned, but then we just prayed uh, dhahar and then we prayed a janazah. And reflecting upon that, and it was a janazah of a small child who had passed away. And you could see the sadness in the father's eyes. And the comforting embrace of the imam as he gave condolences and consoled uh, the father straight after the janazah prayer. It's a reflection. And that reflection, we often don't have the time to actually make. And we don't even think about that issue. But this is the reality. Allah said in his noble book, and we all know this, and this is the only fact in life. Kullu nafsin maut. Every single soul shall taste death. Now, I want you to just think about that moment. When is it going to be? It could actually be the next second. Or the next moment in your life could be around the corner. If we contemplate on our lives, what have we been up to? And if Allah was to take us to account in the next moment, where would he place us? Because in the end, there's only two places that we can actually go. Is it a Jannah? Or is it, may Allah protect us, a hellfire? Every single one of us has fallen short in the rights of Allah. There's no two ways about it. There's no qualms or quarrels with that statement none of us have actually given Allah his right none of us have worshipped Allah the way he deserves to be worshipped and not only that there's rights of people that we've neglected and not given them and taken and people we've oppressed let alone oppressing our own selves by falling short of the commands of Allah. So I want to reflect upon a story which is really an incident in the life of one of our great scholars of the past. His name was Malik ibn Dinar. And it's reported about him that this was his yani, moment of turning back to Allah. And how is this connected to preparing for Ramadan? I want you to think about the thing that can make you change and really benefit from Ramadan the most. As the scholars of the past, they said, death is not remembered in a time when you are free in luxuries, except that it restricts you and confines you, puts you on the straight and narrow. And death is not remembered in a time of strictness and difficulty and calamity, except that it opens up the world to you. Because you remember this world is merely a few moments of patience and perseverance and striving and then you have an eternity of bliss. So what was the moment of Malik ibn Dinar? He says about himself, he says, I used to be a very oppressive person and I had a position of authority. And this is the nature of human beings. When you have a position of authority, it's very easy to abuse that authority. Then he says... I got married and Allah blessed me with a daughter. And he says about himself he was a drunkard. 
and he used to oppress people because he was intoxicated and even when he was not intoxicated. So then he says, this daughter of his, he loved her so much. But then, Allah decided to take his daughter from him. And this crippled him, broke his heart. And that night he recalls, as he drank and drank and drank until he was unconscious. And then as he was unconscious, he had a dream. And this could be any single one of us. We've been living, living life as if it was a dream. And we did whatever we wanted. We neglected Allah, His commandments. We neglected so many things. The rights of Allah, the rights of people. So he then sees that the qiyamah, the hour is established. And he's taken out of his grave. And he gates up and he awakens. And all he sees around him is fire burning and a path in front of him. And then suddenly he hears a hissing sound behind him. And he sees a humongous snake. And that snake is on his heels chasing him. So he's running like any one of us would run. So he runs and he runs and he runs. And he sees no one. And all he sees around him is fire. And then suddenly he sees an old man dressed in white. Looking very beautiful but very feeble. Handsome yet feeble. So he says to the man waving him down, he says, help me, help me. This snake is going to devour me and kill me. And then the old man says, I would really like to help you, but I'm so weak, I can't. I can't do anything. So he keeps running and he comes to the edge of a cliff and he's about to fall and he catches himself and all he sees is fire. Then he hears a voice and it says, turn away from there, that's not for you. So he keeps running and he comes to a mountain a hill in which there are pierced windows. And the windows look so beautiful, they have gold and embroidery and curtains over them. And then suddenly, he hears the voice say once again, what's wrong with all of you people? Why don't you help the man? So then faces appear from these windows, and he says they're so beautiful, they're like the moon, shining bright when the moon is full. And then he looks and suddenly he sees the beautiful face of his daughter. And then immediately she darts out of the window like an arrow straight to him. She takes him by the hand. And then with her other hand, she turns to the snake and waves it away. And then she says to her father, this verse, and this is what he remembers. أَلَمْ يَأْنِ لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَن تَخْشَأَ قُلُوبُهُمْ لِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَمَا نَزَلَ مِنَ الْحَقِّ This verse in Surah Al-Hadid, has it not come time for the hearts of the believers to become softened with the revelation that's come from Allah? Has it not come time for us to turn back to Allah? He says to her, and what made you Know the Qur'an. Your child, two years old and you died. How do you know the Qur'an? She says, we know the Qur'an here better than you people in the world know it. So then he asks her, what was that snake that was chasing me? She says to him, that snake was your evil deeds. 
that are pursuing you so badly and so intensely, they're about to catch you and devour you and kill you. He says to her, what was the snake, what was the man, the old man, who looked so handsome, yet he was so feeble? She says to him, that those were your good deeds. There are so few of them, that they are almost too feeble to actually help you. And then he remembers the ayah and he wakes up. That was the turning point in his life. That was the turning point in his life. Any one of us can turn to Allah at any point. Allah is waiting. The Prophet ﷺ said that Allah said, the hadith of At-Tirmidhi, Ya, yani, ya son of Adam, O oh, you son of Adam, if your dhunub balagat anana sama, they reach the level of the skies, and then you turn to me, Allah says, you turn to me sincerely, not associating any partners with me. If your sins fill the earth and the heavens, and then you turn to Allah in that one moment, Allah would forgive everything and match your sins with forgiveness, and there's no one who can stop him, nor does he care. Wala ubali. I don't care. Allah's waiting to accept us. All we have to do is take that first step. Now, the greatest preparation for Ramadan is this. Remembering that tomorrow or the next second or the next moment, I could be presented in front of Allah. That's the best presentation or the best, imagine, the best thing you can imagine and actually use to prepare for Ramadan. Remember, your time is limited in this world. There's only so much you can do. What you want is the best of what is possible in this short time that we're going to live in this life. What is the best? What is the best thing you can do right now? We know about Ramadan. We've heard it so many times, so many years we've lived through Ramadan. Let me tell you something that the Prophet ﷺ said, which maybe you don't know. The Prophet ﷺ, he said to the companions, Ala ukhbirukum, ala afdal, shall I not tell you about that which is better than min darajati salati wa siyami wa sadaqa, better than the status and the reward for extra prayers and extra sadaqah and extra fasting. This thing is better than all of that. So the companions immediately said, yes, we want to maximize our lives and our reward. What is it? The Prophet ﷺ said, Islahu dhatil bain. Fix the problems amongst you, amongst you and your wife, you and your children, you and your family members, you and your siblings, you and your extended family. Fix your problems amongst each other, O Muslims. Then the Prophet says, Why? For those problems, they are the things that destroy the religion. So if you're looking for a preparation, remember death more than you ever remember it. Remember, the next moment I could be presented in Allah, where's Allah going to put me? Is it going to be Jannah or is it going to be the hellfire? Have I done enough? The answer is always no. What are the best deeds to do? Extra prayer, extra fasting, extra sadaqah, and better than all of that, fix the problems in our families. May Allah 
rectify our families, give us the opportunity and tawfiq to do all of these good deeds in preparation for Ramadan. Jazakumullah khaira. This is your brother, Shakur Rahman. And until next time, wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Ooh.